It's called Doug's Fair Lady. It's a pun. Is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Are 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 you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna Whatever. Be happy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 3.30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friends Sam. This time my name's Mike. And Jim. I've grown accustomed to your dog. (laughs) Today, we cover episode 13, part one of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 13, part one's title is Doug's Fair Lady. And before we get started on this one, I have to stress, episode 13 is the season finale of season one of Doug. So this episode and then the next episode of the podcast uh, will be higher stakes than usual, maybe. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Strike nah. it from the record. Nah, 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 dude. <laughs> the tension will be maybe there. It's like the image of tension. (laughs) Yes, okay, obviously. But, like, there's a little more tension in this. I mean, these episodes, I think this episode was far more interesting to watch than the last, you know, 13 or so. (laughs) (laughs) I had more to pull from this episode. I don't know. There was the episode where Doug had diarrhea in the shower. That one was pretty (laughs) true. I forgot about that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. We learned a lot. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So this episode starts with, like, a dating show. Like, Patty's on, like, a game show. Like, a da- like one of those, you know, pick your date kind of ones, yeah, th- right? This episode starts with a reference that was dated for 1991. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like most of the references in Doug. Uh, yeah, it's like a singles show. And, like, someone is interviewing her and she's saying, Oh, it's, what would you like to do on your Saturday night? Play you know, video games yeah. and crank my hog. Oh, hell yeah. Record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. All of these all are good. good. <laughs> Option three is take a nap. I don't know. <laughs> hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Option one uh, for Patty is to write a paper on the mating habits of the Tsetse fly for extra credit with your teacher, Mrs. Wingo. Yay. Why are elementary school children learning about the Tsetse fly? This was, I dimly recall, a thing people were paying attention to back then. I know this because really? I was the kind of kid who read science articles for kids. And no! Yeah, I know. Shocker. <laughs> but I do remember dimly that the tsetse fly is one of the ones that like gives you sleeping sickness or something. Yeah, like African it's, sleeping sickness. Like, basically, you fall asleep, you don't wake up. Oh, like, Jesus. Like, the tsetse fly was the... Children. Yeah, the ZZ fly was a vector for an awful bug that scared the shit out of a lot of people, probably because some missionary got it and people were like, ah, shit, this is a problem, isn't it? To be fair, I do not remember a single fucking thing I learned in sixth grade, so you could say anything and I'll just, I'll just <laughs> yeah. nod. The ZZ fly yeah, is also do. descended from ink and gold. <laughs> makes sense. Do they have uh, strange mating habits? Because that's what this paper is on. I don't fucking I don't I mean, fucking most know. flies don't. Most flies, <laughs> fucking, most flies they fuck and they leave maggots in something that the maggots can eat, and then the maggots transform into flies. Well, like, it reminds me of Doug. Yeah. <laughs> well, as Wingo informs us, it's an interesting topic. I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Teach. Thanks, <laughs> Teach. Don't you want to hang out with her on a Saturday night? This is part of the paper? social studies grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is the other third. <laughs> There's was the one third, the two thirds, and then this is the fourth third. <laughs> this has to be happening in Doug's imagination because she's not hung over in this. <laughs> and because she's engaged with her students. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so option two is to stay at home and wash your hair. Oh yeah. Now, and correct like, me if I'm wrong, that's usually, like, a cliched excuse to not go on a date, right? 
Yes. Yeah. So like I, my, classic. my theory here is that that happened to Jim Jenkins, and he just wrote that in as something he thinks ladies do on a Saturday night. Yeah. I suspect Jim Jenkins like. heard that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And and in this... Parody. In the, <laughs> as opposed to us, Not who actionable. use the time-honored, actually, I have to record a podcast that evening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we n- and then never get called back. Yeah, well, I know. never had sex. <laughs> my, my girlfriend does not want to hear that. <laughs> no, she does. She's very supportive. Anyway, so... <laughs> Mike's girlfriend, it's okay. He actually is recording a podcast. We're here. And we won't let him go. Send help. Yeah. They won't let me die. <laughs> so, so uh, and in this, actually, uh, Patty, like, pantomimes it. And she's, like, into it. She's yeah. like, ooh, what I, an option. This is Doug having a fantasy about Patty having a fantasy. Like, <laughs> Patty's going into her own loser land, but you don't get to see that because it's Doug's head. It's only That's Doug. Patty's loser land is just image. It's just the movie Space Jam. This is just Inception. (laughs) But we don't get to see the interesting part of it. Right. (laughs) We get to see the part of Inception where rather than going into the next level, there's just the cameras just staring (laughs) at like people doing nothing. Yeah, just sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) That's the show. (laughs) Anyway, uh, then option three, going to the Tri-County Fair with your very own classmate, Doug Funny. And and Porkchop is also there, and everyone boos. Well, they don't boo boo him immediately, because he says something like, uh, I have a nice dog, and then something else, and then he says, I I have a nice dog, some people like me. No, he says, he says, hi, Patty, I'm nice, I have a great dog, and I can eat a ton of cotton candy without getting sick. I wash my hole every other day. <laughs> and then they, then they boo him, but I thought it would be like way funnier if the second the curtain gets drawn, everybody's just like, <laughs> boo! Oh, like, gross! Like, while the announcer right? is introducing him, like, drowning him out. <laughs> Hi, Patty. Uh, I'm nice. Uh, I've got a great dog. Uh, I can eat a ton of cotton candy without getting sick. Well, Patty. <laughs> and he's just like, in this, he's just like sweating bullets. It's just like everywhere. And uh, and so Patty can't decide. She's like, in this fantasy, she's just like, oh, maybe number one, or ooh, the shampoo, or maybe number three, or ooh, I don't know. And... Like, the crowd is doing the classic, like, yelling out options. And, like, I was listening so close to see if anyone yelled out number three. <laughs> and they do. Someone does. Okay. Someone That's wants to go Somebody else believes in irony. We must find and- <laughs> them and put them on the podcast. Somebody else hates Patty. Yeah. <laughs> and his fantasy, maybe 1% of the crowd supports him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because most of it is raveling for other things, but there's one person who yells, number th- number three, number three. <laughs> number three. <laughs> number three. Number three. It's like Doug's, Doug, it's when Doug learned to be a ventriloquist, he's throwing his voice. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> this is canon to when he learned that. Oh, man. I don't know. Did he, pr- was it pronounced Nunder three? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nun three. Oh man. Okay, so that's the intro fantasy. And we snap out of this, we go to the title card like usual. They've done a good job lately of like having us high stakes kind of teaser, you know what I mean? And the teaser has actually connected to a thing that happens in the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good job. Just like this show. (laughs) But uh yeah, so we like we come out of this. And Doug says to, says, says to the audience, uh, since moving to Bluffington, I've been moving, I've been through some rough times, but the roughest was wondering if the first date of my life would be with Patty. I mean, there was that time he was in the forest being abused by Roger until he... <laughs> 
fell before the altar of Mr. Scaly and dedicated himself to the master of unmaking. There was the time he lost his journal and almost had every secret he's ever had revealed to everyone in the class. Although, to be fair, that might not have happened yet, given how, like, time doesn't progress linearly here. Right. There might be the time that he became Mr. Ding's slave for the summer. <laughs> but that definitely didn't happen yet, because it's, it's not the summer. Well, maybe summer. is it the summer? No, we don't is know. Is it the summer? I don't yeah, know. It's don't hard know. to tell. Normally, a fair like this would be held during the summer, but... Eh. Okay, maybe it's the summer. And maybe that's why, like, the base... No, because the last episode, the baseball practice, they were in school. Who knows? Whatever. I think they're Time in school is... for this one, too. Okay, yeah, because they're putting up a flyer, like, outside the school, yeah, it's very, it looks like. It, yeah, the, the yeah. fucking thing is the next day, and they're just putting up a flyer right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Skeeter's holding up a bunch of books. That's right. He's, like, holding a bunch of books. So, yeah, they're still in school. Okay. So we see, you remember those like cleaner guys, the guys who are always just random fucking goons, <laughs> the mercenaries, are, like, the mercenaries who are hired by the city. They're putting up the poster for the Tri-County Fair. So sure. The mer- <laughs> so, I mean, okay, that means they're, and they're running the fair too. So like, I think this is kind of a sinister fair. It must yeah, be, right? It's somehow government sponsored. We see evidence I mean, for that later on. Yeah the mayor's in it he's like a Mm -hmm. fucking carny for this thing (laughs) which lets us know it's likely sponsored by bluffco and they're just using this as a demonstration yeah these be reminded who really rules you people of bluff right (laughs) right we'll show you what it looks like to have power the mayor (laughs) yeah so so they they're they're sitting there they're Patty or Skeeter and Doug are staring at this sign going up, and they're just like, "Oh boy, I uh, can't." Uh, the fair will be so cool, I guess. Oh, they say, and "Wow, the fair is here already." Boy, time sure does fly. Does it? Does time <laughs> go forward? Where time, like, time goes in a lot of directions around here. Yeah, <laughs> time is corrupted. It really is. We've learned that repeatedly, over and over and over again, or perhaps just once. And in this, Skeeter actually makes kind of a reference to this. Skeeter says that he loves the giant Ferris wheel. And he says specifically, there's nothing more I like than going round in circles and not getting anywhere, which is the time show. Time is yeah. a flat circle. Yeah. Also, Skeeter is seeing time. Skeeter also starts spinning around as he does this. And this lets us know that Skeeter has branched out in his religious traditions. He is an adherent of whirling dervish practices. For, What's that? for those of you who don't know, Uh-oh. like, <laughs> yeah. people, oh shit, wait, <laughs> back. That's what you get, fucker. But yeah, people get it. For those of you who don't know, people getting high as hell on weird shit to talk to God. It shows up in basically every culture on the face of the planet. It's what I'm doing right now. Yes, we we <laughs> commune with the Jenkins. But uh, there is an Islamic sect Hold that up. utilizes the. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, there's an Islamic sect that utilizes the art of getting super dizzy in order to talk to God, which would be a lot sillier sounding if it wasn't for the fact that the mainline faiths of America all hold that actually starving yourself so you can talk to God is, hell yeah, that both works and is cool. Or getting bitten by snakes. <laughs> getting bitten by snakes. <laughs> yeah. That one's more of a niche thing for evangelicals, but yeah. It's time to talk to Jim. Oh, yeah. Ah! (laughs) I got to spin around in circles to talk to to (laughs) Mr. Scaly, give me your wisdom. (laughs) I got to do this. You know those things that they put astronauts in to train them for space? (laughs) I I put on a VR headset and watch Doug in one of those things get ready for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just projectile vomiting for 12 minutes. A team of oracles just taking a look at the vomit saying, hmm, yes, I see. A lot of numbers yeah. will be. It's in the shape of a beat. <laughs> right, I do. I put myself in a sensory deprivation chamber, but tie it to one of those swirly things and then take two <laughs> hits of acid and start watching Duck. <laughs> this that is the origin story of the Whale Man episode, dear viewer. <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Oh, that's why you're annoying. <laughs> no, I'd never say that. That's, that's, and you would be a valuable member of this podcast even if you didn't do that. <laughs> we have never said that one another are annoying, and our thoughts yeah. have never been broadcast to you, the viewer. 
I love both of you and me, and this is a great show. I can come with you on two out of those three statements. <laughs> Let's leave the which two to be interpreted by the viewer. <laughs> anyway, so they're talking about the Ferris wheel. And then Patty shows up next to him and goes, oh, boy, the, it's the fair is here. Uh, and, like, while she's saying that, while she's saying, like, oh, boy, the fair is here already, Doug is, like, staring at her and, like, moaning. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, 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 oh. And it's just like, come to my pants. Wow, the fair is here already. Boy, time sure does fly. Hey, Patty. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, like, we'll get to Doug coming in his pants, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to clip that one. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so You got shit to look forward to on this one, dear viewer. That's yeah, all I'll is, say. This is foreshadowing a literary technique. This it podcast also tells is you, 18 plus. <laughs> it also tells you whether or not you want to skip this episode. <laughs> Please don't. You've listened to all the ones so far. It can't be worse than all of them. If you're yeah. starting here, welcome. <laughs> yeah. If you're starting here, you've actually... Nah, this one's actually pretty solid to start on. We're gonna dive into a lot of the themes of Doug here. Yeah, this is kind of a thesis. Yeah, episode. this one supports all of the crackpot theories I've had so far. Yeah. yeah. Including, oh, we've already established that we exist in a Lovecraftian nightmare when time is dead. Yep, yeah, uh-huh. So, so uh, then Doug says, hey, Patty. And he does this, like, horrifying smile directly at the camera. Like, his his mouth extends to, like, take up half of his face, and he fucking cheeses it right at the camera. Right, I immediately <laughs> took a screenshot and sent it to our group chat. <laughs> that, yeah. It deeply unsettled me while I was at work. It's terrifying. Um, but he does this, and so... Maybe Patty sees him do this. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. A lot of this episode, <laughs> it's just like, whoa, dude. Like, a lot of this episode, Patty is just like super oblivious to yeah. everything that's happening. Patty is rightfully not aware of Doug being a little creep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she says, hey, Doug. Hey, Skeet. How's it going? And they both Fine. say, Fine. Fine. They say it and like that. Goes, yeah. Yeah. And they say it at the same time. And then she just goes, okay, bye. Yeah. Then yeah. So Then Doug stares at her as she leaves. Right. I was just like, Doug, this this must be why Doug loves Patty, because of her like enthralling ability to hold a conversation. But then I started <laughs> thinking about it. Do we ever like really get an explanation of why Doug likes Patty? She's the first girl he encountered. Yeah, that's yeah. like she, we don't even know if he if like he thinks she's pretty because he's never it's, like complimented her, right? It, yeah, she did. She remember that time? Yeah, grandma that, made uh, it. His grandma, his grandma made oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the deep lore. There's continuity here. That was in their outline. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, it's like it's that's also the was, only time he's ever complimented her, though. So. Uh, yeah, directly, yeah. directly to her. Yes. Uh, there was, I, it yeah, just I'm seems thinking. like it's, it's just like, you know, there's no like rhyme reason. or reason to it. Okay. My theory is that Doug is like a dog and that he imprinted on Patty <laughs> when he saw his new mommy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? It tracks because actual yeah. mommies only interferes with his life. to say, be happy. And the change one my diapy mommy. And oh the one God. time she got naked so she could put on her mother-in-law's gift to her in front of him, <laughs> which was kind of an odd decision. Yeah, go back and listen to the grandma episode. To know what it's a pretty it. good episode. Come on, Mad Dog, let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of come uh, on, Mad Dog, let's ride, Skeeter honks in Doug's ear to get him to pay attention to him because he's <laughs> yeah. just staring creepily at Patty. So and, my my theory here is that Doug is actually in Loserland, but the uh, fancy he's having is too explicit to show on Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so we do know that time blanks out or he blanks out when he goes into his fantasy sequence. Yeah, the so time I think, passes. I think he is having a fantasy sequence here. But we're not bothering sense. to show it. Then th right. We do that again in this episode, come to think of it. But yeah. Yes, correct. The, uh, like, Skeeter then just does a quick little hey, you want to ask her to go to the fair? You mean like a date? 
Nah, like, we'll make it, like, a group thing. So, like, yes, the plausible deniability date is invented, and Doug immediately goes back to Loserland and imagines himself serenading Patty on the Ferris wheel with a banjo. Can you imagine a more perfect description of hell? <laughs> I, I don't know. Banjos are cool. I like banjos. You're uh, you are an eleven year old girl. You have gone <laughs> on the Ferris wheel. Yes. With oh, you go on with a classmate from your school. He pulls out a banjo and starts serenading you about how oh, this is just so wonderful. And you can't leave because you're trapped. Because you are trapped in an enclosed space with a guy who snuck a banjo in here so he could serenade. Yeah, awesome. so that that's what I couldn't stop thinking about. Just like the nightmare in logistics as to bringing <laughs> a banjo to like a county fair. Like imagine yeah. bringing your guitar to like Six you Flags and taking our ride. You slip ten bucks to the carny who's attending the ride. Just so you can play your stupid-ass instrument on a fucking Ferris wheel. The people in the carts below and above you both just going, boom! (laughs) (laughs) Just carrying it around the entire day so you can play it on one of the rides. Yeah. This, so... Yeah. Also, in the uh, Skeeter's description of the group date, he says, it'll be me, you, Porkchop, BB, and Patty. So, a couple things here. A, Doug doesn't, like, recognize that BB's being invited here. So, like, maybe Skeeter's trying to, like, flirt with BB, but he just, like, doesn't give a shit. And then two... Pork chop. So like maybe pork chop is Skeeter's date, or like maybe is pork chop just the shitty fifth wheel. Like I mean, we see later in the episode that he kind of is the fifth wheel. The other yeah, it's like really sad. The other thing I notice is let's order these: boy, boy, dog, <laughs> women. Order of importance to Skeeter. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh no! Just, Maybe it's in order of what would make Doug like comfortable, like the people he's most comfortable around. But also maybe the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Also, we do have to recall that at any given moment, Skeeter can transform into Roger, and in fact, does during the course of this episode. Oh shit! I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, that no, that the, this thesis. episode is one hundred percent consistent with that thesis. It's true. You're God. You're right. Oh my God. I'm thinking about it just now. You're yep. totally right. But anyway, we they switch fa- in and out. Yeah, the we end flash there. forward to Doug sitting in front of a phone book to call Patty, and the phone book is you know how in dreams you can't uh, remember what's being written down. Uh-huh. This is a notebook yeah. from that because the names yep. in the phone book, aside of course from the big circled mayonnaise, because of course Doug has long since circled Patty's name. There is also McCordu, Mustard MD, Chup Jr., Maij, and Baku. And all the phone numbers are written in different formats. Yep. Like McCordu has 550-100, so six numbers. Mayonnaise has 555-6600, so like a real phone number. Mustard MD has 4601-005, so no dash and also their group That's Mustard MD's and- serial number. It is a cyborg <laughs> sent from the future to uh, and- assassinate God. And Chup Jr. has in parentheses, so like an area code, 405 405- one one three nine. So all the formats are differently, but that's not the number one thing I noticed in this phone book. I alluded to something in the previous episode of like, if they pay so much attention to the detail, like of drawing this universe, they fuck this up. Mayonnaise is spelled wrong. Like, <laughs> it doesn't. It's missing the eye. Yeah. And the most important part of this entire scene is showing mayonnaise here. And I thought, okay, maybe like it's one of those things where someone's name is spelled wrong. Like that's just the family name, right? That yeah, like, like mayonnaise isn't actually spelled name. like real mayonnaise, right? Which will not be said on this podcast. Sam's last name, um, which is also mayonnaise. Right, it's mayonnaise. Sam mayonnaise. Big dick. (laughs) B-Y-G-D-Y-K-E. Pronounced big dick. (laughs) M-D. But, uh... You're a stalker. 
I looked up on the on the Doug Wiki. I looked up how it's spelled. It's spelled with an I, and I was like, okay, maybe this is just uh, how it's written in like the Disney adaptation because it's on a Disney Wiki. But like in other Nickelodeon aspects, it's spelled with an I. So like. They just fucking spelled Patty's name wrong. I don't trust those rogues over at the uh, Doug Wiki where I have been banned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you tried to change the truth. You tried to change Patty's name to not have an I in it because of this episode. There was also the disambiguation page for cat penis. I'm not entirely sure on (laughs) all the details there. (laughs) Like I said, speaking for truth. You know, I'm not afraid to say something controversial as long as I can be real, you guys. <laughs> Let's go to the next part before Sam says something controversial. <laughs> Roger is right, pubes. Anyway, Porkchop is reading a magazine with a person on it. No, Roger, again. Porkchop is reading a, a magazine entitled Big Asses Monthly. Oh we can't actually this is see real. what the title is, but Sam right, is... You're not going to watch this episode, so you have to trust me. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's right. It's, it's, yeah, it's 100% it's got true, a picture of a, It's got a picture of a businessman on the front, and it's called Big <laughs> Honestly, I was like really trying to read the title of it, because the person on the front kind of looks like Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, he has a similar kind of hairstyle, like, in the 90s. He's got like a that. huge ass. <laughs> Husky dumps, I believe, is the technical term. <laughs> right. My man's but, got dunk in the trunk. <laughs> as they say, in wherever the fuck you live. <laughs> wherever the fuck you <laughs> Sam Big Dick Man <laughs> Heir to the big dick mayonnaise fortune. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shake it off. Uh, so this proves again that Porkchop can read English. Yeah. Doug imagines Patty's being waited on by a million gentle mangs and imagines Patty shutting him down by saying, you must have the wrong number, little boy. <laughs> boy. Uh, chick ignores horny loser telephone.mp4. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is definitely somebody's like on the writing test fetish. Yeah. Now yeah. imagine briefly because this is after Doug picks up the phone. Just imagine that Doug picked it up. She's been talking with him the whole time, but he was yes! just staring blankly at the receiver while he just imagined being shut down. More than that, because, so, yeah, he has this fantasy of, like, Patty, like, what she would say when he calls her, and it's after he's dialed the number, and after we hear the di- the, the phone stop ringing, um, like, when the fantasy ends, well, when it starts, the, the phone is ringing, when the fantasy starts, and when the fantasy ends, the phone is no longer ringing, so someone has picked up the other end, and we know that both time passes and Doug acts out what's in his fantasy. So he was probably saying all that stuff into the phone. Yep. He was probably saying, like, you must have the wrong number, little boy, <laughs> into the phone. Oh, no, don't tell me how tiny my dick is. Oh, no, I'm gonna, I don't like that. Oh, this is so humiliating. Then he hangs up the phone. Ah. By the way, my friend and dog aren't in the room watching me say this. <laughs> yeah. Also, Patty says Would you excuse me? It must be another one of my many boyfriends Yes So in Doug's fantasy Patty is Polly This is canon (laughs) Yeah Polly meanwhile is Patty Just so you're aware (laughs) Also, Doug's phone has the wrong number of buttons on it (laughs) Uh, there are nine buttons on it, so it doesn't have a zero. Detail. We're in base yeah. nine, I guess. But that's the thing. On those phone numbers, they had both ones. They had one zeros and nine. It doesn't so have the impossible. number eight. Don't know. Ask why. Okay, that makes sense. Because otherwise, it would be impossible to call Chup Junior. And we gotta call Chup Junior. <laughs> or the number six, so you can't make sixty nine or six six six. And you can't call Doug because Doug's phone number has a six in it. And so does Patty's. Patty's has a six in it. You can type six How? nine easy peasy. <laughs> Thank God. 
I know. The one good part about this universe <laughs> is that someone's <laughs> phone number can be 69. I thought the one good part about this universe is that all things are centered around causing pain to Doug. <laughs> True. Speaking of that. Oh, God. This uh, next bit. Yeah. Uh, Skeeter <laughs> suggests to Doug, uh, he, well, Skeeter walks past the, okay, well, first of all, Doug says, while staring at the phone, uh, he says, oh, you know, I can't go through with it. What if she says no or starts laughing? The correct answer is, then she said no, you huge baby. Exactly. Then you know. <laughs> then you accept consent. And you can <laughs> move on with your life. Consent. Yeah. Um, but so then Skeeter walks by the funny family crest and has an idea. And did you look at the family crest? I did uh, not. Hit me. It's, so it's, mo- it's a shield. Um, and there's like a saber across it, like a, like a full sword. Um, and there's a knight on it and there's a winking chicken and like a bunch of bubbles. Right. So I, I think, and then funny is written very small at the bottom, like like in tiny text. So I think they got this at like medieval times because it's like barely written funny. I really it. hope that this written on there somewhere is Doug has a micro penis, but in Latin. <laughs> right. Is, is the chicken like small? Because then that means it's yeah, a small huge. cock. It takes up a whole quarter of it. So it's That's not true. It's overcompensating. <laughs> Um, but so this, on it. <laughs> God damn it. so my uh, dick don't work. Official motto of the funny family. That's written. My cock is sleeping. Oh my god! It's winking because it knows. Yes. <laughs> so, so Skeeter says to Doug, he says, "Oh, you know what you could do." She won't laugh at you because you could be Patty's knight in shining armor. Tell him literally be a white knight. Yeah. Yes. It's just, and then the, what follows up is, you'd imagine this sends him to the fantasy zone, and it does. <laughs> what follows is the most milady dialogue there has ever been in any show. Yeah. But before the dialogue... So the room is, sorry, I don't mean to hit like me, step on the me, dialogue. You can definitely take the no, dialogue. No, no, I got nothing more to add. I'm just going okay. to throw in the clip of it because it's just, I can't do it justice. It's the worst. Um, but, uh, so in the fantasy zone, um, it shows Patty like trapped in a tower. It's like kind of like that Rumpelstiltskin thing where she's got like a spinning wheel and she's got like, uh, she's got like a loot. You know, she's, she's obviously a princess trapped in a tower, right? However... On the wall of the tower is the fucking funny family crest. <laughs> so Doug's parents trapped down Patty in the tower. <laughs> like, nice. In this scene. Or their and cousins. Doug has this, yeah, cousins. Like, my lady, I'm sorry again about that part where my parents kidnapped you for ransom. Want to go to the <laughs> fair? I'm not letting you out, though. Let's go have yeah. cousin sex. <laughs> yeah. Just like real medieval times. <laughs> Tis I, Sir Douglas of Funny. Uh, is there any chance a fair damsel like you would like to go to the medieval fair with me and Sir Skeeter and Lady Beebe? But, so Sir Douglas of Funny arrives with Sir Pork of Chop, and they ask her to go to the medieval fair while holding erect lances. They would not call the fair the medieval fair, you fucking imbecile. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) moron. They were just called the fair. They don't say, oh, I I live in modern times. (laughs) You want to go to the modern times fair? Do you want to go? Oh, yeah, let's... I'm a soldier fighting in World War (laughs) I. Do you want to go to the late Anthropocene ACDC concert? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Why, yes, I do, kind gentlemen. (laughs) Boy, we sure are here on the late capitalism's latest episode of the Funny Papers. (laughs) God. Yeah, so they, uh, they, Sir Douglas of Funny and Sir Pork of Chop ask her to go, and Patty says, yeah, and she jumps out of the tower and lands directly in Doug's lap. So I think I'm going to make this edit, but I was just laughing about thinking about, like, she jumps out of the tower, and then it just cuts to the cliff jumping scene in Midsommar. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> what is that? What's have you not seen Midsommar? I'll, I'll show it to you. I haven't seen anything. You she, know I haven't seen yeah, anything. I believe there's the joke scene. is she's fucking dead. Yeah, oh. they, they, there's a ritual suicide scene in Midsommar, where <laughs> just a lady just lands on a rock. 
God. No, it's just like <laughs> laughing about making that cut. I know, right? <laughs> I'll post it on the oh, Twitter. Good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change the password. <laughs> then the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gets oh, banned okay. from Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good shadow ban. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But okay, uh so <laughs> so uh then Doug is like, all right, I can do this. I can be the white knight. Yeah, and she he, says, he says, you're right, Skeeter. And I was also laughing about, like, you know how like, time passes in loser land? Like, yeah. Skeeter just says, oh, you could be your knight in shining armor. And then Doug just, like, stares off in the distance for two minutes and goes, <laughs> you're right, Skeeter. <laughs> I mean, Skeeter knows by now. And he's like, oh, he's some doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> Need to not make references of anything around him. Yeah. He used this time to put together the visual aid he's about to use. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so they go, Doug makes a call, uh, and of course, uh he stammers and fucks it up. And also like Patty uh at first doesn't recognize Doug's voice. She's like, "Hey, you know, is, is she he's like, Who's "Hey, this? is Patty there?" and she's like, "This is she." And uh, Doug never says, hey, it's yeah, Doug. Yeah, never introduces himself whatsoever. <laughs> but but she realizes who it is because he stum- stammers, stammers and fucks it up so much. Yeah, and then eventually right? Pork Chop and Skeeter hold up a sign that says, go to the fair, stupid. Then Doug proceeds to read it out verbatim. I was asking if you could uh, go to the fair, stupid. I mean, with me. Uh, uh, this is the first time I've ever laughed at a Doug joke. Yeah, no, I believe and I will call that the eighth joke. That is a full on. It was it's the only one that's ever elicited any emotion in me other than despair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's also totally fucking on them. Why did they write that on them? Yes. <laughs> Anyway, because they're like pointing it out with a pointer for him to read it. Anyway, it goes like, okay, Patty says, yeah, sure. Why not? Doug is utterly elated about this is panning out and uh, we'll uh, meet up together at the entrance at 2.30. Later on that evening. (laughs) Yeah, but also in this, like, of course, Patty has to make all the plans, right? Right, Like Doug Doug couldn't like set anything up it's just like here patty you do this for me i'm already doing all the labor of of asking you out right you have to set up the details calling you as a stranger calling from your name in the phone book yeah we'll meet shortly after sunset at 2 30 but also (laughs) i love that it distinctly shows a shot of patty hanging up the phone and just walking away like all right whatever like she's totally nonplussed and then in the funny household all of the everybody in the room just drops their pants and starts whacking off (laughs) they're just so fucking happy yeah they all hold hands and they all hold hands and ring around the rosy it's while jacking (laughs) it's a highly advanced technique yeah yeah, so please visit okay, our Patreon so, yeah. to see the technique. <laughs> <laughs> That's the high tier <laughs> of fifty cents. Right, yeah. <laughs> For seventy-five cents, we'll we'll uh, record illegal videos of ourselves. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot less funny once we actually we gotta, have let's one. Let's talk the details before we sign this contract. <laughs> I gotta call my lawyer. I gotta call Steve's lawyer. I gotta call Sam's lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm getting a lot of phone calls right now. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna tattoo my lawyer's number on my forearm. (laughs) I'm gonna tattoo Doug's number. Before I do this. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoo your lawyer's face on your chest so that he can be part of the experience. (laughs) Anyway, so so now we're at the fair it's 2 30 and so the sun has gone down yep and uh roger materializes at this moment of high anxiety he's like ready to spend a fun-filled evening with my dearest friends unfortunately my dearest friends haven't gotten here yet so i'm going with you (laughs) great and for this entire time skeeter is there but he stands stock still unreacting just Blank. He has been switched off because Roger is here. <laughs> yeah. It's really it's, like, it's really funny to think about Roger showing up early to a fair just so he could bu- bully Doug. 
<laughs> but it's also like a couple of things in this scene. Yes, it's total evidence more to our grand and very smart brain theory that Roger and Skeeter are the same person. Um, but also this whole time, Roger is like, hugging Doug like super close and this is more evidence of why that fan art exists of Roger doing stuff and hugging with Doug. Friendly Um, hugging. Friendly hugging like good friends. Friendly hugging Um, in the woods where only Mr. Scaly can see. Hugging with with your penis out. (laughs) But also, it's incredibly sad uh, that Roger's friends don't want to come to the fair with him. At least not yet. Like, he has a bunch of friends. He has his whole goon squad. And later in the episode, we'll see some of them there. But, like, it's kind of sad that they don't want to hang out with him until very, very late. Roger has to dom Doug, so they know know he's got to get his dick wet. Maybe he did request his friends not to come until later right. after he's done with Doug. Still yeah. pounding that little otter. Oh my god. Oh, god <laughs> damn it, Sam. Bang, bang. <laughs> Moving on. Moving <laughs> right the fuck on. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Is that you drawing the curtain? No, that's me uh, huffing. Uh, uh, what's it? A- multi-purpose duster. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of damp men, we move on to the soak your mayor booth. The- yeah, the soak your mayor booth. The mayor is in jail pajamas, and he's standing like a dunk tank. He's sitting over a dunk tank, and everybody takes turns throwing a ball at the dunk tank. And everyone dunks the mayor except for Doug because he sucks ass. Why would the mayor agree to do this? Also, Doug catches the ball right-handed. Yeah, he winds up right-handed. He does throw left, but he winds up with his right and he throws left. It's amazing. That's great. So... I, the question of why would the mayor do this? The stand is run by one of those goons. Yeah. One of the goons who works for the city. So this is absolutely the Bluffco uh, in, in Bluffco Incorporated being like, hey, mayor, know your fucking place. You're going to get owned by everyone in the town, and we're going to put this guy out front to make sure you don't try and leave. Yeah, this is some... Right? Um... As we learned in a previous episode, this is some pillory shit. This is some public mockery of, look at what we can do. Look at this demonstration of our power. So when right. um, when Patty hits the mayor into the dunk tank, uh, Doug makes a sound. And I want you to clip that sound, Jim, because it's like, <laughs> Must oh, Patty, good <laughs> shot. Oh, great shot, Patty. <laughs> uh, uh, Put it in here right now. <laughs> I need to make a soundboard. No, we don't. (laughs) I'm going to make a soundboard. You can't stop me. Make it a separate track on Audacity so that we can properly use it. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to beep every time I talk so you can't filter it out. (laughs) I'm just picturing the soundboard that's almost entirely boys- Douglas and Mr. Mayonnaise. (laughs) God damn it. So, yeah, okay. (laughs) We got Mike saying, we're We're also going to need Mike saying anyway for just generally. uh... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. So it, they're all taking turns trying to, to get the mayor wet, and uh, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know. And uh, when Porkchop even does it, and Patty congratulates him, and like Doug has a frown on his face. He's like angry that Porkchop got it, and that Patty was like congratulating Porkchop. He's like, "No, she's mine, dog." <laughs> Two things to note here: one, Porkchop is also left-handed. Two. Does anyone do either of you think it's like uniquely horrifying to imagine a dog throwing a baseball? <laughs> that's that's like true. some yeah. HP Lovecraft Sandy check shit. Yeah. Right, like it's it's arm like yeah. bending like, back imagine, behind yeah, its head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just awful think about to that. think about. <laughs> Jesus. Just all just also also one thing I thought of is dog and Doug are just the letter U apart. You are both Am dog right? and pork chop, you viewer. <laughs> I'm sorry to spoil the I twist mean, at the end of this podcast for you. Yeah, I mean, we we we've also talked a lot about how in this in a lot of these episodes, like 
Doug is actually the dog and Porkchop is actually the yeah, boy. Yeah, the upset right? whining noise made when the uh, when his master gets a congratulations from a girl. No, no, he's that's mine. Me. That's he's mine. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, and Porkchop is often like in my, many of these episodes, he's often the character who like solves the problem. He's often the character who like competent comes. Yeah. yeah, he's competent and like comes up with a solution. Right. Yeah. Listens to rap music. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's repeated time and time again that Doug is the dog and Porkchop is the boy. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, this is so, there's, everything's coming together in this episode in the fight, in the finale of this season. The grand convergence is proving we've been right all along. Also that you, our listener, if you have been following all the clues we've left you, you have now come down with Doug Bray. Yeah, you've got Doug right now. It's so goddamn beautiful. <laughs> I've watched one full season of Doug as an adult. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see everything now. <laughs> it all makes everything. Sense. I have purpose. <laughs> <laughs> my dick is tiny. <laughs> oh my god. We're not that's not really related to this. <laughs> <That's huh? it. laughs> like that's that's fine to get Where that. Where am I? Like, <laughs> Oh my god! Are you spraying that directly into your microphone? We spray it directly. No comment. (laughs) Just like for the rest of the episode, the quality of your track is just terrible. (laughs) Broken. Oh yeah, much. It's always real good. (laughs) It is. (laughs) I do have a pop filter. After some tweaks. (laughs) (sighs) Speaking of terrible decisions. Someone says, all right, let's go to the Ferris wheel, which nobody has ever said for any fucking reason. Wait, wait, I, I can't believe you missed the chance to go to the Fantasy Zone. Where was you one? You missed one of Doug's fantasy. Yeah, uh, they're doing another carnival game, and they're playing uh, Put the Beat in the Basket, which is just basketball that they put a beat in for some it's reason. Beats ball. And, I'm okay with having basket beats. <laughs> and... Um, Everyone, uh, and like Roger wins this one. He like gets a basket and wins a prize. And uh, Doug gets like super mad about this. He's like, oh, I can't believe that Patty is even cheering for Roger now. He doesn't even try to play this game. He just like lets Roger do it. Right. He's just mad that Patty is friends with other people other than him. He's like so creepily possessive in this whole episode. Yeah, right? the entire motivation here isn't his attraction to Patty, but it's his jealousy of like Patty having any feelings for anyone else. N- and not even romantic or otherwise. Yeah. Just like just being a liking f- someone else. Being to his dog. Yes. <laughs> it is the idea of someone he views as his property by virtue of she's occasionally polite to him interacting with other people. Yeah. Fucked up. So this Yeah, this is this is like primo material for my Doug will become an incel idea. Yeah. This is so, Doug's already pretty far down the road, quite frankly. Yeah. Men going their own way, Doug going his own way. Oh, we haven't gotten to the full level of that one. We will in nope. a second. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. So I, I go, oh, so I was a little mistaken. This isn't where the fantasy actually happens, but this is what like sets yeah. up yes. for okay. the fantasy to happen. Yeah, because let's go to the Ferris wheel is then said. No one has ever wanted to go on a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheels suck. Mm-hmm. But this one is the fastest Ferris wheel. Which, you for... know, they can't go very fast because yeah. there's some <laughs> physical problems that happen when when, uh, when you go in a circle really fast. Yeah. <laughs> they would all fly off. Right. <laughs> there's no seatbelts uh, on this ride, by the way. No. You just hold on. Yeah. It's the 90s. But Kids were expected to eat broken glass and enjoy it. I ate mm. all those tasty paint chips. <laughs> tasty, I gave you tasty. an appreciation for Doug. I'm not actually alive. <laughs> but we won't let you but, die. Oh my god, we'll just keep eating more of those paint chips. Right. Spraying the Shut cleaner the fuck in up. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh my god. I'm not buying you another microphone. <laughs> I'll buy you another microphone. <laughs> If you'll give me secondhand drugs <laughs> for the bit, <laughs> buy me a soundboard alongside. <laughs> God damn it! 
Okay. We're so, falling apart here, guys. It's been a long season. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we now finally so, get down to the core thesis statement of Doug. Doug just says, let's face it, Patty will never sit next to me. And there's an awkward transition to what clearly was going to be the commercial break. But because we don't have that in this, there's just a weird flash from Doug saying that to let's look at the Ferris wheel for a second. And then back to Doug. Doug then asks, why should I even put myself through any of this? Why should I go on a Ferris wheel at all? Why do I put myself through all this grief? Like, you're at a carnival, dude. Like, you're not... It's the least <laughs> grievous place on Earth. I mean, most of them why, suck, but... But why be at the carnival if Patty isn't gonna be my girlfriend now after <laughs> no asking? Like, this is real men going their own way shit. For those of you yes. who don't know, that's, like, a type of incel that's all about how, well, actually, because I can't fuck, actually, I should give up on ever trying to fuck... And just focus entirely on existing free of the terrible influence of women. Video God. games. Yeah, real Victorian weird shit there. God. Skeeter responds. That's Doug. Yeah, Skeeter then responds, Come on, if you don't try, you won't have a chance. Besides, she could end up sitting next to Roger. That's what that's what pushes him forward. Now, note that he doesn't actually ask Patty to sit next to him. He just goes right. on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, and also I love that they're having this conversation directly behind BB's head. Like, you can see her in the background that she is in front of them. And then I would imagine Patty is right next to BB. Yeah, she's like, that little creep wants to sit next to you. And they're screaming this, and Doug is like, crossed arms, like, I can't believe it. Why doesn't Patty like me just because I already like her? I deserve her. BB and Patty are having a very quiet, very awkward conversation about how to handle this yeah <laughs> about how to get out of this before doug stabs them and then put on a restraining order yeah, or something. seriously this is a, okay how do we uh how do we get out of this without either of us being um killed and skinned. i'll just sit next i'll just sit next to him it'll be fine it's only like a five minute ride then we can go home we can yeah. finally go home get away from this fucking freak yeah but anyway now then, we go to the, like also just because it's skeeter who's saying all of this skeeter is saying if you don't go after her my evil alternate self will oof yeah that's basically what he's saying. But Damn, Roger doesn't because... even try to do it. Roger tries to sit next to Doug. Yes. On the Ferris wheel. We have to skip because ahead. We're skipping art. ahead because there is one other critical thing. We go to the imagination yeah. zone where, like, this is really uncomfortable to watch because <laughs> Roger is showing off his trombone to an appreciative Patty, and Doug is just. I can't. On let, the Ferris wheel. On the Ferris on wheel. On the Ferris wheel. I can't let that happen. This is a magical night. Well, Skeeter, I can't let that happen. Yeah, he's like shaking coming out of the fantasy. He's like visibly like like emotionally and physically upset. Again, it's not attraction. Yeah. It's not attraction to Patty that does this. It's him just getting mad. He's full of resolve and jealousy and fury. And so it was with absolute determination that he marches up to the ticket counter and says, one, please. Yeah. Yeah. He's being so territorial in this whole thing. And he's just getting one fucking ticket. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even ask her. Doesn't even say, "Hey, let's no. let's." He doesn't have any active participation in this whatsoever. He just lets it happen to him. Yes. He goes and sits down at one of the seats, and there's a couple of beats attention as somebody walks towards him. Oh no, are they gonna sit next to me? No, they're not gonna sit next to a stranger, Doug. Fuck you. Oh, BB's walking over. Is she gonna sit next to me? She's not the girl I'm fucking infatuated with. Oh no. No, she's not going to filthy her well-bred blood with your miserable everything, Doug. And then Roger appears. (laughs) And he tries to sit next to Doug. Uh, And then Doug says, no, this seat's taken. And then Roger goes and sits by Boomer. Roger responds, taken by who? Your mom? 
And he just, Roger shrugs his shoulders oh. and takes rejection much better than Doug ever possibly could. Yeah. And also he sits next to Boomer, his friend. So Boomer's been here by himself this whole time uh-huh. because Roger didn't Roger want to hang out with him. Roger has to bully Doug. Yeah. Boomer is, Boomer is a long-suffering soul. He's always carried a torch for Roger, but he's resigned himself to the fact that Roger only has eyes for Doug. <laughs> right. And then... Like so, yeah. This whole fucking episode is just Roger trying to get with Doug, and he and <laughs> Roger takes the fact that it didn't work out pretty well, actually. Yeah. Like a thirteen-year-old adult. Yeah. <laughs> we can all learn something from Roger. We should all be the evil clone of somebody who says honk honk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, if they're the same person, it's funny. Then that means BB sat alone. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like we need to get into that in a moment because. Uh, hang on. So Patty then rolls up and is just like, "Hey, is this seat taken?" And Doug's just like, "No." Doug, Doug, Doug <laughs> smile distends his jaw. Yeah, it was our fucking uh, podcast picture for a little bit. Yeah, the the picture of him just like smiling impossibly. And, yeah, so he never has to be brave. He never has to, like, do anything himself. He's he's just, things just happen to him, just like always, right? This is just more evidence of it's that. It's dreaming through life where everything goes yeah. his way. Mm-hmm, because he's a good boy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and then the Ferris wheel starts, and it's the fastest Ferris wheel ever, and, like, Patty and Doug are having... It goes six miles per hour instead of five. (laughs) This is the first and last time (laughs) anyone on a Ferris wheel has said, Wee! (laughs) And so everyone's having a great time, except for Porkchop, who is sitting by himself, surrounded by the stuffed animals that he's won, and he's just got this, like, grave look on his face. It's clearly supposed to be a joke, but what the fuck is the joke? It's yeah. kind of scary, honestly. It's terrifying. It's like, it's like he's like thought about his own mortality and has realized he's going to die someday. That's the look he has on his face. Surrounded by his prizes of the mortal Right. <laughs> it's terrifying. And and yeah, like you say, uh, if, For if no we reason. never see... And we never see... And like you say, we never see skeeter or bb and so and we never saw skeeter board the platform so this is more evidence than roger and skeeter are the same yep. because bb sat by herself and we saw roger board we never saw skeeter come yep. so bb's just by herself and roger slash skeeter is behind doug yep. like, mm-hmm. damn like everything fits so fucking well yep. like oh my god we're right again we're the best it's horrifying <laughs> i've never been wrong <laughs> God. That means Doug also has a cap. <laughs> oh my god. We've been wrong before. <laughs> so. Speaking so. of Doug's Speaking pop. of cat penis. Speaking oh of cat penis, god. why didn't Stinky sit with Pork Chop? Oh my god, yeah, because Stinky was Stinky? there. Because Dale's too little to go on the Ferris wheel. Right. We've talked about how Dale and Stinky are the same person. Oh shit, I forgot about that one. This, this show is just giving us schizophrenia. <laughs> Kind yeah, of. it's fun. <laughs> it's for for a good cause, maybe. But as I was saying before, we were interrupted by very important cat discussions. They are dizzy when they get off the ride and shout, "That was great!" I'll give you a hand," says Patty, holding out a hand to Doug, and Doug takes the hand, and his eyes flash. There are fireworks that explode. Doug makes a sound. And dear reader, I can assure you, we have now seen what it looks like when Doug Funny comes in his pants. Oh, God. Clip that sound too, baby. Wow! Isn't this incredible? Yes. Doug, why are you breathing so heavily? Doug, let go. (laughs) Doug. Doug, you have to let go now, Doug. And, and like, he does it for twenty seconds, yep. according to his journal. According to and his oh, this fuck his arm is his arm is pulsing like his uh it, it's like glowing pink and like while this is all happening to Doug, it repeatedly flashes back to Patty's face and she's just staring blankly. Right? She doesn't <laughs> oh, give a God. fuck. Keep like, a poker face oh, up. Jesus. Keep a poker face up. Don't let him see any feeling on your end. 
Yeah, she's probably like slowly trying to ease her hand out of his, like <laughs> feeling the Doug, sweat. Doug, I can congeal. hear you breathing. <laughs> yeah. Doug. Doug, your pants Doug, are please. wet. Doug, oh God. It's growing. The, the stain's growing. Are you pissing yourself, Doug? <laughs> Doug, we're going to get kicked out of the car. Diaper. Doug, you were supposed to wear a diaper today. Doug. Doug. Doug, oh we were playing mommies and daddies earlier. D- Doug, remember when Roger was the baby, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> Doug, don't make boom boom. No, Jesus. Oh, no, he made boom boom. Doug. Skeeter. <laughs> Skeeter. <laughs> Skeeter called Doug's mom. <laughs> she won't pick up, I know, but try. <laughs> no, no, no. Nice house, call the motel. Yeah. <laughs> call Dink, I don't care. <laughs> he has a very expensive solution to this problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, we flash out of this, out, out of Doug having a moment holding Patty's yeah, it hand. Yeah, has a fucking moment, all right. Death gripping yeah, her hand. Yeah, and leering at her. <laughs> and uh, we go to Doug writing in his journal, and he's still holding his hand out like he was. So I guess he's had it out like that this whole time. Like he went home like that, standing next to Patty. Pork chop is licking some ice cream with chocolate chips in it. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like strawberry ice cream with chocolate chips. Just grotesque. It's psychotic, but also... This iteration of Doug's favorite... <laughs> his favorite isn't actually a flavor it's just watching his dog eat chocolate yep that's well, his, his favorite probably trying to kill himself after that horrific experience <laughs> on the on the where he was contemplating his own mortality he's listening to something on his walkman too it's probably like meditative things yeah, it's trying like to gregorian call death chance yes <laughs> oh my god but yeah so dog is writing this journal and he's like Hey, that was great. Uh, I may never wash this hand again. And then Porkchop spills his ice cream on it. With a says, gigantic splurch. <laughs> Porkchop directly takes a shit on his hand. Because <laughs> yeah. he left him alone on the ride. Yeah, this is... Don't for, leave me, Doug! And Doug looks at the <laughs> ooze covering... The sticky ooze covering his right hand. The shit. Hand. The dog shit. The dog shit. It's dog shit. <laughs> And says, okay, maybe I'll wash it just this once. And then he licks the dog shit off his hand. <laughs> off screen, but right. Yes. <laughs> right. And it's his favorite. <laughs> That's what gives him and, diarrhea in the shower. Oh, my God. It all makes sense now. We're all tying it together. All of our theories. All of our theories come together. Under Red one string and cork board. It's all going into one central location. <laughs> Yeah, we did it. We've got one more episode of and the then season, season one, baby. And in that final episode, we maybe <laughs> if we are lucky, learn the true name of Skunky Beaumont. It, it, oh, it's probably just Skunky Beaumont. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Probably, yeah. Yeah, man. But this one, this one is fucking wild. Like this one reinforces everything, and it just we're right. We're just right. Yeah, we we're all right. Magically right. About We've never all been this. wrong. It's so painful God. to be so right all the time. About it. I will carry this burden. <laughs> oh, you're With so brave. humility and grace. You, your podcasters, and whatever the fuck it is, you're huffing. <laughs> That's going to mul- be a nightmare to edit. It's a multi purpose duster. Okay. <laughs> what are you dusting? My brain. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you're very smooth, wet brain. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. You guys got anything else on this one? No, that's it. <laughs> like, Patty, like, again, in light of the last episode, this whole thing was trying to be all girls are just as good as boys. And then this one where she's just purely Doug's possession to be fought over, except for he doesn't actually yeah. fight over her. Like, it's just so fucking gross. She's so, she's just an object. Yeah, she is just there to be desired. And it's just... God, for damn no it, reason that we we've we've we've, we've <laughs> she doesn't even have a reason to do it. Yeah, actually, no, I want to go into this right here because we discussed it a while back. Like, uh, there's that god awful interview that Jim Jenkins did just on just the general principle of Doug and right. some details about it. And there is a description of the time that he 
as a 20-something in New York, met back up with the girl who inspired Patty Mayonnaise. And... <sighs> yeah, it's bad. It's, I think we it's should do an really entire episode over Jim Jenkins' interviews. Like, uh, but, Maybe. like, the thing yeah, I want... That'll be a good bonus like, The episode. thing I want to stress is because, like, in that interview, Jim Jenkins, because he says that, oh, he remembers it clear as day... Because the one of the first things that Patty said was, "Man, they always called me Flatty Patty, but look at me now." While pointing at her chest, and Jim, I got boobs. Uh, that's the actual quote. That's an actual that's quote. The, and also, uh, and even in this, even in this fantasy, it's like revealing that yeah, she's moved on in her life and like has a husband. Yeah, no, like the next line and the way Jim, like after the, I got boobs now, Jim. By the way, I want you to meet my husband, and you just imagine. Imagine Doug's reaction to that and know it was Jim Jenkins' reaction. The immediate transition from horrible, shameful boner to, oh no, the one I've always thought of as my property is now forever beyond my reach. Like, fucking Christ. She is now someone else's property. (laughs) God, it's so bad. It's... and. At least that interview did one good thing. It's what inspired us to make this podcast a reality. <laughs> Basically, that interview was what took us from, if I'm remembering this right, it was what took us from, hey, wouldn't it be a fun idea to do this podcast to, oh my God, we have to make this our masterpiece. Yeah, to, oh my God, <laughs> there is actually material to be mined here because, oh my fucking God, there's the understanding where somebody has put a little bit too much of themselves into a work and oh fucking doggy have we seen that exemplified here no i like doug now it's good i know (laughs) quality it's good entertainment (laughs) full circle now we didn't like doug would we still be doing this podcast dear viewer yes yes (laughs) (laughs) it is our curse it is our grand charge now I want to keep that in mind as we go after, again, we have one more episode in this season, but as we go into season two, I want to watch and see if this remains constant or if he's kind of grappled with his boner. (laughs) And until then, oh my God, I didn't mean it like that. Fuck. (laughs) Squeeze. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Rogers Red Pews. Oh my God. We'll see you next time, everybody, for the last episode of season one of Doug. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.